Hello and welcome to Social Anxiety Solutions, your journey to social confidence. My name is Sebastian van der Schrier and I'm an ex-social anxiety disorder sufferer. Thanks to energy psychology and the help of some brilliant therapists, I've been able to become anxiety-free and I'm comfortable and at ease in social situations. Now on this show, I usually interview experts uh, every month, it used to be every week, to explore uh, solutions to social anxiety from both Western traditional psychology as well as Eastern energy psychology. However, this time, uh, it's going to be a bit different. Someone reached out to me by the name of Rachel, and she wanted to interview me. So this is what I have for you today. Here you go. Welcome to the Sassy Samurai podcast, providing social anxiety and shyness support for you as you develop a sense of entitlement towards your purpose. I'm Rachel Bourne, and today I'm speaking with Sebastian Vanderschreer. Seb is a social confidence coach who runs the engaging, honest, and helpful podcast and website, Social Anxiety Solutions. He has overcome severe social anxiety himself through a journey I'd like to discuss today. Uh, Many people try and fail or are waiting for social anxiety to no longer be a factor to pursue their goals. So I'd like to show that we can and should pursue our goals while addressing social anxiety with tools and techniques. I'd like to walk through Seb's journey from social anxiety to social confidence. Um, he, offer, he helps an audience and clients one-on-one with his experience and with what has worked for him. And he's worked with top therapists and experts. So welcome, Seb. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for asking me. Yes. Um, I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. I listen to a number of podcasts, but whenever yours comes up, I, I always get excited and I usually listen to the whole thing. So <laughs> it's great. It's great. Yeah, nice to hear that. Yeah, um, conversations are good. You have expert guests. Um, they're always real and honest and fun, and I really appreciate that. So mm. so thank you so much for being here. Sure. Um, so I want to go back to the beginning of your social anxiety journey. If you could go back to the beginning, like what was what was one of your most severe experiences that you can recall with social anxiety where you knew it was a problem? Hmm. <laughs> Well, for me, I didn't really know that it was a problem uh, until I was dealing with it for a long time. And even when I had found out that, uh, um, you know, that I was dealing with a problem, I didn't really know it was social anxiety. So I was just, you know, I had all sorts of blushing problems and insecurities and uh, shame about myself and, and so on and so forth. And that kind of got worse when girls came into the picture mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I couldn't, in in my terms back then, get laid to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I eventually found a dating program <clears throat> and, um, you know, I bought that. And in mm-hmm. there, I learned a bunch of stuff about how your mind works and that any kinds of problem that you have... Um, on the on the outside is actually a reflection of your inner psychology and that your inner psychology is something that you can influence and you know that kind of set me on a path of uh, of resolving it but you know I didn't really know that it was social anxiety until I was kind of deep into resolving the issue itself mm-hmm. I can relate to that you know um, interviews any type of uh conversation that made me nervous my face would get like beat red and I was like what is this I feel like not everyone is dealing with this so (laughs) I can definitely relate to that uh probably only recently that I realized oh that's social anxiety you know it's it's uh it's a real thing so and and you know most people have it actually but it exists on a spectrum you know some people have it a tiny little bit in uh, situations like, you know, interviews or, you know, mm-hmm. job interviews or, yeah. you know, being the center of attention to the mm-hmm. all, you know, to the other side of the extreme, all people, all situations, waking up with it, going to bed with it and, you know, yeah. uh, debilitating completely. Yeah. So w- were you on that side of the spectrum? Like how much did it affect your life and school? And Well, it affected my life completely. Uh, when it was at its at its worst, yeah. Um, but it wasn't just social anxiety that was the problem, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the anxiety was really bad. Uh, you know, I'd wake up with it, 
be afraid of the people I'm going to run into that day, you know, mm-hmm. wor- worrying about certain people that I that now have seen me embarrassed or humiliated or, you know, people that I kind of have arguments with or people that I might mm-hmm. run into that I might fight with, like all of that. <laughs> to start Confrontation. At, at, yeah, at the start of your yeah. day. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, taking the bus to work or to school or whatever. It's been over mm-hmm. a longer period of time. Um you know, worrying about even just on, right, driving on my bike, riding on my bike, however you say mm-hmm. that, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, worrying about people that are in cars that are coming towards me, yeah. uh, looking at my facial expression, like that level of insecurity mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, totally ridiculous. And then throughout yeah. the day and throughout the day and then you know, feelings of insecurity and, and shame mm-hmm. and blushing and, you know, it's just, yeah. uh, it was a mess. It's like a hyper sense of awareness. Like you're overly aware of things that other people may not be aware of or think of. Yes. I had a very deep sense of there's something wrong with me and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm not okay the way I am and I have to be perfect to be accepted. And if I do that wrong, you know, they're Mm going to mock me and make fun of me and see my weakness. And, uh, Uh you know, that led to anxiety and that when it would actually happen that it would mess up, which is inevitable, uh-huh. uh, I would blush or, right. you know, and yeah, it was messy. No, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was there, uh, was there like a, a certain day, like a specific day where you're like enough is enough and like, I can't, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Or was it really just a buildup of, of events? Well, like I said, I didn't know what I was dealing with, so yeah. uh, I was just happy that I found something. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I found, um, I, I, you know, this is how it happened. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I worked at a police station as a customer care representative, and I had a lot of free time on my hands. And uh, somehow, some way, I, I was doing some online quiz, mm-hmm. and, and one, of the, one of the questions was, um, you know, how satisfied are you with your dating life? A, uh-huh. uh, oh, a, uh, not si- satisfied at all. B, could be better. Uh-huh. And uh, um, see, uh, best it's ever been. And I I selected B uh-huh. because I was afraid that somehow somebody might ever find out that I selected <laughs> A. And uh, yeah, anyway, that led that led to a um, a sales letter, and the sales letter was like, uh, you know, do you feel uncomfortable when an attractive woman enters the room? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, are you? Uh, you know, awkward making eye contact. Yes. Can uh-huh. you not maintain? So it was like, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Buy this product. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to have this. And I bought this. I bought it. And then, you know, after a while of digging through that information, found a lot of unhealthy stuff, but the, mm-hmm. the healthy stuff that I found, yeah. um, you know, is, uh, is what taught me the stuff about your brain. And that's uh, a long mm-hmm. time ago. So, yeah. Uh, what kind of journey did that lead you on? Like, did you, you left town, right? You, you Mm -hmm. moved. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I went to, uh, I went backpacking actually when I was 19 or something for a couple of months in Mm -hmm. Thailand. I had a few friends that were older and they had gone to Australia and when they came back, they had all these great stories about it and that like, wow, Mm -hmm. it's possible to travel, man, that's amazing. (laughs) And, um, yeah, while I had a lot of anxiety, I, I was always very confident about my abilities and, yeah. uh, you know, always very adventurous and explorative. And uh, um, I was like, when I go abroad, you know, maybe uh, I can try out these techniques that mm-hmm. I learned and, you know, nobody will uh, will <laughs> know me there. So I can yeah. uh, try out all these little tricks, these psychological tricks on, you know, yeah. how to how to get with girls, which was my, my obsession when I was 19 and... Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. never really got all that good with it, but <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but it I pushed you. It pushed you out of your comfort zone, and it kind of sent you there, right? Well, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So what I learned was that you know I have to change my thoughts, and uh, I have to mm-hmm. you know journal and uh, work on my inner game and all that all, all that kind of stuff. And one main thing that they said that they really hammered on was like you know you got to face your fears. You got to go yeah. for it. You got to push outside your comfort zone, and and this, that, and the other. And uh, because I only knew back then what they had told me, 
that yeah. was indeed what I started doing. And uh, now I have a different perspective on that. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think you still want to go outside your comfort zone and definitely face your fears, but you don't yeah. have to grit your teeth and go for it and push yourself and all that. It's outdated stuff. You yeah. Know? There are smarter approaches these days. What, I mean, what was the most ridiculous thing you tried <laughs> following this advice? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I guess it's, uh, it's a tie between <laughs> purposely getting myself rejected. You know, mm-hmm. I went with a buddy of mine to Amsterdam and, um, he was gonna. I gave him permission to point out twenty girls or groups of girls, and I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna walk up to them and say, "Hey, you like me? Give me your number." <laughs> because I had read that you can become like a rejection proof if you get yourself rejected, and so yeah. I was gonna get myself rejected twenty times in a row, and I did. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was extremely scary. Like days before, I couldn't sleep. Uh, <laughs> It was really, really, you know, some of the, one of the scariest things I've done in my life. Yeah. Uh, but I did it, and I felt more confident afterwards. I'm like, yeah, I'm the man. Look at me. I'm rejection proof. But you know, <laughs> about a week later, um, I, I had the same problem. So it's that, and the other thing I did was, um, you know, there's a concept in psychology is called flooding, where you do the thing you're afraid of most, the thing mm-hmm. you're most absolutely terrified of. Well, I was most afraid of uh, embarrassing myself. Right, and uh, so a good way to do that is uh, I bought the brightest red lipstick and uh, smeared it all over my lips and made circles around my eyes, and then (laughs) went into the city, uh, starting conversations with people. And everyone's like, uh, "What's what's around your eyes? What's you you look like a freak?" And you know, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Part of the assignment was that you should just behave normally, like okay, that's who you are. so, yeah. Did you, did you get two. anything out of that? Anything out of either of those other than like, oh, thank thank goodness there's another way? Or <laughs> well, um, I think the purposely rejected, uh, I think both gave me something. At least it was yeah. an experience. And if not, right. just a good story to tell, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it did kind of like, I had never done that. And I guess now in my repertoire of experiences i knew that i wasn't really gonna die mm-hmm. even, even though i did something as ridiculous as that um but however the confidence i got from it because i felt like super confident after yeah. it, it left like mm-hmm. you know a couple of days later that confidence had gone and i was back to feeling ashamed insecure anxious so yeah. it was just like it went into like a bottomless pit uh-huh the the actual problem underneath wasn't addressed right. so it was you know other than uh it, it expanded my worldview let's just mm-hmm. say that mm-hmm. yeah at least you got out there and and tried something but uh but you found that uh <clears throat> you found that it wasn't the root problem it wasn't the root of your what you needed to address yeah exactly yeah. so how did um eft come into your life and i guess i should explain emotional freedom technique uh uh, acupressure point tapping and you probably can ex- you, I'm sure you've explained but, it <clears throat> countless times so <laughs> yes <laughs> um, yeah EFT is uh, like a uh, a emotional release technique it's a mm-hmm. simple tapping technique that's kind of like acupuncture right with the needles you know from Chinese medicine but instead of using needles you tap with the tips of your fingers on specific acupressure points in the body and when you do that while you're focused on something that's a problem, so like a negative memory, painful memory, or like a, an, a fear of something that's coming up, like a social experience or something, and you focus on that, and while you focus on it, you simultaneously start tapping those points, um, your fear decreases, uh, your trauma releases, and when you do that in the right way, because this is a simplified explanation, you can get rid of your anxiety, you can get rid of your fear, you can get rid of deep hurt, it's a very effective and efficient technique. And uh, how I found out about that was like I heard someone tell something like this on a video, mm-hmm. on a YouTube video. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, right. This is, uh, by the way, this is in 2005 mm-hmm. or 2006, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot more scamming possible oh, yeah. on, on the web than that 
there is now. So I was like, yeah, right. Uh, let me do some research on this. Uh, but I did, and I found tons of forums, uh, testimonials, mm. practitioners all over the world, PhDs that were recommending it. It had been yeah. on the, you know, psychology. I don't know if it was then on Psychology Today, Psychology yeah. Today, or, um, you know, Doctor Osho. Like it, it was big. And I'm like, this is way too big for it to be a scam. So mm-hmm. you know, I started asking questions on forums, like, hey, is this the real deal? And tons of people were responding, yeah, this is the the real deal. Often works when nothing else works, and blah blah blah. I'm like, wow, I'm excited yeah this might be something that's actually going to give me some better results and then um you know you can learn the basics of it for free online Mm -hmm. um and so uh, i did that and i started trying it out on myself and didn't get any results or at least Mm -hmm. not nothing noteworthy because i was very disconnected from my feelings yeah and for the easiest way for eft to be effective is for you to feel your emotions do the tapping and get a release on your emotions get Mm -hmm. get a release on how bad you feel you start out feeling you know eight out of ten fear of ten is the max and zero is totally peace and calm you do a a round of tapping like a few minutes and your fear you know decreases to a four Four out of ten, and yeah. you, do, you know it, it goes really fast. Um. Anyway, so I had seen that video, and then um, I couldn't get any results, and then I ordered the DVDs the, mm-hmm. to, to start learning it myself. And then on these DVDs, I saw EFT practitioners working with war veterans who had been suffering from PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, for mm-hmm. 20 years and had gone to you know, all the kinds of therapy that you can imagine, and they still hadn't had any progress. And they, you know, all the symptoms were listed there. And uh, these, I could see that these people were transforming. Mm-hmm. You see on screen people working like long ass sessions, sessions that I have now with clients. EFT, yeah. uh, Gary Craig, EFT, uh, the developer of EFT, would demonstrate the effect of EFT on these DVDs. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, even though I wasn't getting results by seeing that on tape, I was like, right. "This is the real deal." You know, this is for sure the real deal. The question now is, is it going to work for me? And then eventually, um, I went back to the Netherlands because I was in South Africa at the time, and I did a workshop here in the Netherlands and phoned up this guy. I'm like, hey, I've got this blushing problem and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you help me? He's like, well, you should just uh, come join the workshop and we'll, we'll see how, how it goes. And then at the workshop, um, you know, we were taught how EFT worked, and then you work in triads, a uh, practitioner, uh, observer and a client mm-hmm. and when I was the practitioner and I instructed the client to do the tapping she released her sadness mm-hmm. started out with a sick sadness bit of tapping sadness gone I'm like wow this is amazing I could see mm-hmm. it on her face yeah. and then she worked with the other and she helped this girl overcome her fear now it was my turn to be the client and they couldn't get any results and so they called in uh, Ben was his name and uh, he was the workshop leader. And he then started asking me some questions mm-hmm. around, uh, you know, relationships, sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually I end up sharing <clears throat> either, no, I, th- I think how I hadn't had sex in a long time or that I didn't have a girlfriend, something along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I really wanted to display to other people how well I had my act together, that I wasn't mm-hmm. anxious like we all want, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that I was cool and fine and tough and, you know, all of that. But when he, he hit, asked that question... He hit the right nerve. He hit, he <laughs> hit the right button. <laughs> and so I was like bright red and, um, and uh, you know, tomato-faced and really feeling mm-hmm. uh, embarrassed and ashamed. And he's like, now do the tapping. And then I actually had something to focus on, to tap on. So I started the tapping and within like two minutes, I went from completely ashamed, embarrassed, humiliated to mm-hmm. totally peaceful and calm and and just relaxed and like whoa what what just happened there like i i could i could sense i knew without a shadow (laughs) shadow of a doubt that something had shifted inside and it felt so powerful it was like a uh i describe it as like a a a plug was pulled and all the the shame had flushed out of my body and now i could talk about the same thing in front of these girls and Mm -hmm. ben uh, that I didn't have a girlfriend, and I was just calmly sharing it, and it was yeah. it was amazing. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> now I got to learn all about this, and uh, right. so, yeah, that's that's how I found EFT. But you, um, 
it it didn't uh, you still have, you still struggled with it right like after that it wasn't you, it wasn't an immediate oh, cure-all. my social right? anxiety was gone in two minutes. No, no, no. Yes. No, I wished back then, definitely, that that was the case. But uh, it only resolved a tiny bit of it. However, it was it felt so significant that it felt more profound than all the stuff that I had done years mm-hmm. before because mm-hmm. – uh, the big difference was that I could feel something shift. Like I, yeah. I had an immediate tangible result, whereas all the affirmations, visualizations, changing mm-hmm. my thought, and all that kind of stuff, it, w- it wouldn't do Surface. anything. Yeah, And yeah. the results that I did get with it, you know, hypnosis, I got some uh, results of uh, prior to that, but it was always temporary, like yeah. a, like a short boost before I go out or, you know, like a confidence that only lasts for a couple of days. And now something had shifted. And that was permanent. and um, But yeah, that set me on a healing path to resolve my social anxiety. And that took me years <clears throat> and many different practitioners because people, you know, I couldn't, you know, they're not particularly a lot of uh, yeah. uh, practitioners who understand social anxiety. And so a lot of the people didn't understand the issues that I had. And it also wasn't just social anxiety that I was dealing with. It was mm-hmm. a whole array of other complex issues yeah. tied into it um so you had to deal with those you had to you had to dig deeper i i and know, deal with those yes things. yes absolutely yeah so so i mean we're, how, the, how, I, however sorry uh Rachel, yeah. i just want to put this in that doesn't mean that that's the case for everyone you're right uh, you know like uh i've worked with plenty of people who are done with their social anxiety or the bulk of their, of their social anxiety in three sessions Wow. And that that is unheard of. That's not yeah. for everyone. Right. But, you know, for a, a fair percentage of people, that is the case. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, three weeks. Uh, did you ever consider not uh, finishing, like not uh, pursuing your, your goal uh, or overcoming social anxiety? Did you ever get to that as you were working through this? Or were you constantly seeing, you know, small changes as you were working through this? Well, I've definitely been afraid that it wasn't possible to resolve it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Um, however, I've never uh, taken my eye off the goal, so to speak, because I yeah. have programmed myself with so <laughs> much self-help stuff. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I would listen to self-help programs on the, on you know continuously uh, from the moment I found that uh, that dating stuff when I was, I don't know, 17 or 18 and listening to all these programs on, you know, how to think big. And uh, I, I was taught a concept there. And that concept is um, uh, definite major purpose and mm-hmm. never-ending improvement. So when you set yourself a goal, whatever it is, and you commit yourself, you know, within reason... <laughs> You know, yeah, you can't right. fly, or maybe you can. Who knows? <laughs> uh, whenever you set yourself a goal and you commit yourself to it, you make it your definite major purpose, your sole focus in life, and mm-hmm. you're going to keep going um, until you achieve that goal. No matter what, you're going to keep persisting. It's inevitable that you're going to get there. And so that, uh, you know, that has really helped me to kind of stick with things and yeah. you know and the more i found out about psychology and therapy and uh, spirituality and that kind of stuff i more and more found evidence of the fact that hey you know when it comes down to it how we are born is you know without these problems and all mm-hmm. the problems that you're dealing with the whole social anxiety program is just that it's a program yeah. including your shame issues your sexual issues whatever it is it's all yeah. just a learned program and you can unlearn it and that's that's been very empowering that's awesome so there's still value in those things but it it EFT is a solution that's worked for you but um but everything everything uh, has value, I guess, in helping you on your journey. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. EFT is definitely not – don't get me wrong. EFT mm-hmm. is absolutely not the only thing that you want to use at all. Yeah. Right. You know, we want to combine Western traditional psychology as well as Eastern energy psychology. You want to have the best of both. Yeah. You know, tapping in and of itself is not therapy. It's just uh, – you know, I'm just – parroting my uh my mentor here dr david lake who's a psychotherapist mm-hmm. 
but uh, it's it's a release technique. But it helps put all the other therapies that do already work to some degree on steroids. Yeah. Right. So you get much faster results. But, you know, I, I've learned a lot from cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance and commitment, mm-hmm. th- you know, so, uh, mm-hmm. spirituality, uh, everything. You know, you, you want to yeah. get whatever you can get your hands on that works, use it. But for releasing emotions, mm-hmm. you know, you can't talk yourself out of anxiety. You can't, right. you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not, nothing much that you can say when you're feeling fully, you know, when you're blushing fully. Right. So um, tapping and other energy psychology techniques are really effective for that. And when you combine that with traditional therapy, now you're, you have like a wonderful little stew of magic. <laughs> That's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. So how would you say that feels to be socially confident? You're mostly, so, you're, you're socially confident now, you well, would say, right? I would like to say that. <laughs> There's always moments, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there are moments, but they're, they're few and far between. And um, how I, uh, you know, how I see it now is when I experience a, an uncomfortable emotion that that is mm-hmm. dis- disproportionate to the situation at hand, I'm like, hey, great. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, in the moment, I don't instantly don't feel so great but very mm-hmm. quickly after it because i've trained my my mind to realize this it's like hey something has been triggered from my past i'm responding uh to this situation with excessive emotion so it's mm-hmm. like an old emotion that gets triggered so now since i have the tools I can resolve this either with myself, and if I can't yeah. do it myself, I'll go find a therapist. You know, I'll, of course, I have my own coach uh, to to help me resolve this. So, right. so that's that. And how how it is now? Um, yeah, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm just normal, and it's it it, mm-hmm. it is a big thing when you're when you've been anxious, uh, like when you're anxious and you look yeah. at normal it's like wow it's amazing <laughs> and you know but w- really it's not such a big deal and you become yeah. you, it becomes normal it just becomes your normal like with anything you know you you buy new shoes and you're like wow amazing blah blah, blah. but you walk on it for a while and it's like mm-hmm. all right well uh those are my shoes <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's like normal normal's good right but that doesn't mean that I don't have any problems anymore because my social right. anxiety was uh, was just one part of the problem. Um, yeah. And uh, actually, to, to honestly, vulnerably share, because I think being vulnerable is very important, uh, I'm currently going through some unresolved stuff um, mm-hmm. that I thought was resolved already, but apparently mm-hmm. wasn't. Uh, it's not related to social anxiety, but, uh, you know, to the death of my father mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's, you lost your father early on. I lost my father early on and, uh, my grandpa as well, who I was close to. And, uh, I, I noticed that I was getting some, uh, I was experiencing some problems about three months ago when there was a very mm-hmm. stressful situation in my life happening. And, um, I st- I started feeling very out of sorts, couldn't properly focus anymore. I'm still mm-hmm. uh, dealing with that now a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm not as articulate as I, as I normally am because I lose uh, things a little bit. So it's been very stressful on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to my uh, psychotherapist and he's like, well, uh, Seb, uh, you, you know, probably has to do with this, that and the other that you haven't resolved yet. Yeah. I'm like, man, would you believe it? And, uh, Life keeps forcing you back to this, right? Uh, right. And I'm like, man, do you know how much money and time and effort <laughs> and therapist I've invested in uh, resolving yeah. my anxiety? It's like, well, Seb, uh, you probably saved the best for last. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> my God. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting journey. So while, uh, you know, stuff keeps coming up, but there is isn't yeah. there is an end in, in there. And you have little... Uh, little and big victories along the way. Right. If, if you are someone who has a lot of problems, then if you look at, oh man, you know, to be, to be socially confident, it's so far from here. It might be right. Mm-hmm. It might be mm-hmm. true. However, mm-hmm. you know, getting to the next stage where, for example, if you're 
anxious in all situations. Now you go from anxious in all situations to anxious in most situations and um, only a little bit of anxiety in one right. situation. That's a massive life improvement. Oh, and if, yeah. And if you go from that to, you know, strong anxiety in most situations to, to mediocre from right. mediocre to like it's like these things that significantly improve your life along the way it's mm -hmm. it, it's amazing and you know prior to this big thing happening yeah. um you know I, I hardly had big things happen to me in the past years and, uh, and you know they're yeah. not really anxiety related so just re-triggers things for you but but you're dealing with something real a real emotion there like like you know losing your father, which is, is real and painful, but, uh, you know, being nervous walking into a room doesn't mean anything. So it's like you've uncovered all of that stuff and now you're dealing with something real, which I, you know, is a better place to be. Well, let's just say that, uh, <laughs> uh, grief actually needs to process and, uh, whether yeah. that happens, uh, when the person dies or, uh, 30 yeah. years later, it needs to get out. <laughs> <laughs> right, your body, your your body's forcing you, right? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people that you help, a lot of clients that you help, like hold on. They they don't want to get rid of their social anxiety, or they want to hold on to it for some reason. And maybe it is like dealing with things, dealing with real things. I don't know what what type of uh, what are the top excuses that you hear from clients uh, that want to hold on to their anxiety or don't want to change. Yeah, well, it's it's a. It's a funny thing, but it's not a conscious, I don't want to, it's never a conscious, mm -hmm. I don't want to let go of my social anxiety, or at least, you know, that's not really what I run into. It's yeah. it's uh, a subconscious not wanting to let go of it. So when you have anxiety, it sucks, it's painful, it limits your life, it destroys your life. So of course, consciously, you want to be free of that. You want to be relaxed, you want to be comfortable, have fun with people, connect, have life, you know, have relationships, uh, yeah. look forward to the weekend, that kind of Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. So consciously, there's no resistance. But subconsciously, like the deeper part of your mind, um, that is a lot, that has a lot bigger of an impact than your conscious mind, mm -hmm. um, that part likes to keep things the same. And that part thinks, well, you know, you need to have your anxiety because if you don't have your anxiety, yeah. then, you know, fill in the blank, then I might get rejected. You know, mm -hmm. then I, I guess there to protect you. You think yeah. it's there to protect you. Right. Thing, right? You know, yeah. if, if I don't have my anxiety, then I'll uh, behave uh, in a certain way and that's going to get me rejected. Or, you know, maybe when I don't have anxiety anymore, uh, there will be a lot of pressure on me to perform even better. Or mm -hmm. then I have to do all these things that I said I would do. Or, <laughs> you know, I won't get sympathy and attention anymore. They're, yeah. they're like... Um, you know, there are possible downsides to being free of it, possible yeah. upsides to holding on to it. And there's also just the general resistance to change because your subconscious likes to keep things the same, predictable, so that safe. it can stay within the control. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's safe is the main thing. You know, mm -hmm. Safety is the prime directive of your of your subconscious. You know, you keep the keep you safe. And so right. when there's you know, uh, resistance to change. It's it's uh, nearly always because a part of you thinks it's not safe to change. It's not mm -hmm. safe to be free of anxiety. It's not safe to be socially confident. Right. So, what uh, what type of objections do you normally get to EFT? And and I have to say, like I listen to your podcast. You're never pushy. You never, you know, uh, you know, tell people they have to do EFT. It just, it just works. I mean, but, uh, I'm sure when people ask what you do, EFT comes up I and mean, what type of objections do you normally get? Um, well, <laughs> I don't get that many objections anymore because I, uh, I, I think I've kind of grown accustomed to talking about it and I can, mm -hmm. you know, when I, um, when I tell people, how I found it, they can hear that it. <clears throat> they can hear that it is authentic, right? And so then they're at least curious about it, and I kind of pre-frame it by saying, uh, "It looks a bit silly. It looks a bit weird." Because yeah, right. You're tapping on your face and your body, and you're going to feel mm -hmm. better as if you know that's yeah. that's uh, ridiculous. However, you know it works. And Try it. It's scientifically yeah. <laughs> proven to work, and uh, millions of people are are using it. So there must be something to it. 
But, you know, I'm also, I don't have to convince anyone. I'm just sharing something that worked for me. Use it if you want. Don't use it if you don't want. It's up to you. But it is there. That's awesome. So um, I actually uh, signed up for your social confidence system and uh, on your website, which I've been enjoying. I'm not even in the, uh, I'm in kind of the pre-rec area, but I've already noticed some changes even in like, you know, meetings and interviews there, you know, at work, um, just a space, you know, just an extra space there, which really yesterday even I'm like, oh, I think that space wasn't there before. Mm. (laughs) So, um, you know, really, uh, I see the value in it. Um, so I'm going to keep, keep pushing through with it as a, you know, it's a possible solution. So nice. you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear that. Is there a, is there a video or book or podcast, um, or other resource of yours that you can think of that you'd point people to that they can apply as a, you know, a first step in either overcoming social anxiety or something they can use to pursue their goals while they have social anxiety? <clears throat> yeah, well, kind of depends on where they're at. I'd say mm-hmm. if you're uh, if you're still on the I'm very skeptical, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say start out with my podcast because uh, I'm just Sebastian and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I I just say some certain things, but the certain things that I say is just me parroting a whole bunch of other people and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of these other people, psychologists. Uh, psychotherapists, doctors, coaches, healers, researchers. Uh, I interview these people on my uh, podcast and I ask them for their best social anxiety uh, solutions. They share stories of transformations from their clients. They share Mm -hmm. techniques. We talk about the different facets or aspects of social anxiety. We talk about, you know, the process of change and that kind of stuff. And just hearing that, uh, from yeah. a, a wide variety of people will, will help grow your belief in, hey, geez, this is the real thing. This is not mm-hmm. just a you know, bunch of people uh, selling a bunch of crap. So right. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd say go there. Plus, it's free. You got nothing to lose. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I uh, have a bunch of videos on YouTube as well. And some of on some of those, I actually guide you through some EFT. And, uh, yeah, you can learn EFT for free online. Go to emofree.com. Uh, that's where you just learn the basics of EFT. And then mm-hmm. um, I have uh, specialized myself in using EFT to overcome social anxiety. And so I have a program called the Social Confidence System mm-hmm. where EFT is used specifically to address social anxiety. And it's like a step-for-step program that really yep. is like, all right, step A, step B, step mm-hmm. C, go to step one. And it's really you're, you're kind of like taken by the hand and, uh, you know, you yeah. resolve your issues step by step because yep. it tends, tends to be a bit of a complex issue. Even if, you, even if you're an expert in EFT, it's still a complex thing to, to get through. So, you know, yeah. it's a broken down approach. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I love the step by step approach because it, like, it seems like something that's uh, intangible and overwhelming. And you've done a great job of breaking it up into pieces and making it step by step and really addressing... Um, addressing emotions and things that have happened hmm. throughout your life. So um, I like that. Thank you. Because yeah. it is. I mean, it's an overwhelming topic, and there aren't a lot of resources really out there that I found, um, not too many, really, on um, a step-by-step approach, So, mm-hmm. which I think is, uh, is needed. It's not a, quick, not a quick fix for everybody. Right. And you know what? It's also not for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Some people simply need therapy. And, uh, right. you know, they, they will need to work with a coach because even a, a step-by-step program is uh, is not for them. So, you know, yeah. whatever gets the job done, get it done. There are more ways that lead to Rome. And, um, you know, with, with EFT and, and other energy psychology techniques, uh, there are a bunch of other ones that are really amazing. Um you know, that journey to being free of your anxiety, mm-hmm. it can go a lot, lot, lot faster. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that approach is great. You yeah. can do it fast. But just just having the goal and, 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 may, and pursuing it is the important part. And everyone's journey probably has a different time span and different things to address. And y- yes, and... Um, <laughs> I really want to pimp this. <laughs> it... it is also a lot more gentle. So there is no 
you know, no reliving of trauma and, you know, endless digging into your past. It's mm -hmm. focused, you know, you, yeah. um, it, you find out what's causing the anxiety. So that's stuff from your past. You don't need mm -hmm. to talk about it for endlessly. So yeah. you, you, and, and then you use the tapping to, to, get rid of the pain of the past step mm -hmm. by step. You're basically, you're breaking down your past into little bits and chunks. Yeah. And then you take one of these bits and you aim at, you aim EFT at it and you resolve it and you feel a bit better. Now you've taken one step closer to social confidence. Now you take another little bit of your past, you focus on it, use tapping to clear it and so on and so forth. And you know, each step you, you get a little bit less anxious, more mm -hmm. self-accepting, higher self higher self-esteem, less shame, you know, and so on. Yeah. It's more like removing than adding, right? You're you're removing things that <laughs> it's that only, somehow have been added. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's only removing, really. You're yeah. just getting back to the core natural basics of who you are. Yeah. Yep. Well, and may <laughs> Well, kind of contradicting myself. You might need a, a, a little bit of a boundaries in place, which mm -hmm. might be missing. So in that case, you typically, uh, you know, you probably want to have a, a bit of therapy on the side. Mm -hmm. so. so is that, um, you're thinking like personal boundaries or boundaries with other people or well, or having expectation, I guess? Or Well, if you, for example, cannot say no, mm -hmm. then that's a boundary issue. And that will need to be resolved. And if you, if, if you can't say no, why is it? Well, that's because just before you're about to say no, you feel, I don't know, maybe a, a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach and, you know, a tightness in your chest. Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, you know, that situation reminds your brain of when you were seven and you were confronted by your mom. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm just giving a random example. And so that needs to be resolved and, you know, you need to get to a place where you feel safe saying no, stating your boundaries. But sometimes uncovering and finding what boundary issue you're dealing with might be something that you won't find out yourself. It's something for which you need to speak to an expert who can see the issues you're blind to yourself. And yeah, then you may not you even realize. Place. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, no, that's good. And uh, it's kind of getting out of autopilot. Like we get conditioned, we condition ourselves to behaving a certain way, responding a certain way, and we don't even realize why. Exactly. It's all programs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Depro so we need to deprogram yes. <laughs> whatever programming yes. has been added to our lives. So, yeah. So uh, just to kind of bring it back to the, uh, the topic, what role do you think goals serve in overcoming social anxiety? Uh, all right. It's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> well, or do I, they? <laughs> well, they, they, they do, uh, to a degree, mm -hmm. uh, as long as you're not too obsessed by them. Um, because like, if you focus too obsessively on a goal, mm -hmm. you might, you know, like, Oh, I'm still not there. And look at me. I'm such a loser. And it's going to take mm -hmm. forever. Like that, that's demotivating. <laughs> However, yeah. um, having, a goal, having your eyes on the price, knowing where it is that you're going and uh, going for it no matter what, that is um, kind of what what can inspire you. So it's yeah. like you set a goal, but you want to have the right perspective with that goal. So your goal might be, I want to be comfortable and relaxed in all social situations and have you know great intimate relationships with people and mm -hmm. you know feel free, S something like that. And then when you have the perspective that, okay, it's going to take as long as it takes. However, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something today and I'm doing something every day. I'm committing myself to 30 minutes or an hour a day and I'll mm -hmm. get the, the help whenever I need. Um, and I'm not going to go down on myself whenever yeah. I, uh, you know, run into an obstacle. That's when, you know, a goal can be um, very empowering. Awesome. So you reached your goal, oh, not all your goals, maybe, but you reached the goal of being comfortable in most social situations. Um, so what what does your life look like now? Hmm. You know, you, you know, before you were struggling at uh, home, at school, with you know, social connections. So I guess where where are you now? What does it look like? 
Right. Well, where am I now? So I'm in my mommy's house. <laughs> But、uh, I, I happened to visit this month because、yeah. uh, it's my month birthday. My uncle is、uh, celebrating his fourth year. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm here for a reason. And、um, normally I、uh, live in Asia and I go back and forth between the Philippines, Thailand, and since recently Bali. So I live in Bali, Indonesia. I have a daughter in the Philippines. I fly over there every month, and then in Bali, I only moved there recently. <clears throat> I had been there a few times before, and I didn't really know anyone there. So I kind of had to、um, like start a social life again from scratch.、Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good test. <laughs> yes, it is, and、uh, it's also nice because you get to pick your、uh, your friends、yeah. and so on. And、um, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm a personal coach, right? So I work with clients, and、um, I,、uh, I'm. There's now this whole movement. They've named it digital nomad a couple of years ago. It's basically、mm-hmm. people that have their own business and travel a lot.、Mm-hmm. And I would kind of fall into that box. <laughs> That's、uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and they have these、uh, co-working spaces where you work together with people who also have their own businesses. So signed up for that. It's a great place to meet people. I love football, so the moment I got there, I'm like, all right, let's、uh, let's put a team together or see if I can play with a team.、Mm-hmm. And so asking around, eventually, all right, well, let's put a team together and、I、put a team together. And then、uh, you know, after a couple of days,、uh, we go for a game. Of course, after the game, we're gonna go for a beer. When we went for a beer, a couple of the guys brought their girlfriends along. And then you know, before you know it, we're out the whole day.、Uh, mm-hmm. Next day, we meet up again. We go to the beach. Then there's all these things organized. You know, there's ultimate frisbee on one on Wednesday and Saturday. <clears throat> so I'm like, well, that's also a great way to meet some new people.、Yeah. And I might like that sport. So I go there.、Um, I'm not.、Uh, I'm not instantly the best at it, and I also、mm-hmm. don't know、uh, people there, so I'm not, you know, Mr. Super Social Social the first time. I talk to a little bit of people、uh, left and right, but you know, I come for the next time, and I come the next time, and after two, three times, people、yeah. start to know you. People start to ask questions. You qu- ask questions. And then it's like, oh, let's go for lunch. All right, let's go for lunch. And after lunch, it's like, oh, should we go somewhere else?、Mm-hmm. And within a couple of weeks, a, a social life is pretty easily formed. And、uh, yeah, I met a bunch of、uh, interesting people.、Uh, one of my best friends is、uh, is is going to live there again as well. So <laughs> after this, I'm、uh, I'm off to Bali. Oh,、um, exciting! After having lived in.、Uh, Chiang Mai in the Philippines for a while, so、um, yeah, looking forward to that. That's great. I mean, would you? You wouldn't have been able to do that before. I don't. I don't think right before you were. No, no. And my <laughs> my current struggles、uh, still lie in the、um, like intimacy. Like、mm-hmm. I, I I want to have、um, you know a really awesome, deeply connected. Sexually satisfying, spiritually <laughs> deep, passionate relationship, and I、right. I don't have that yet, and I haven't had that. I had a couple of relationships,、uh, and I'm kind of working through the death of my father and、yeah. uh, to get myself to the place where I'm ready for that. And、uh, so you know, it's not perfect, but it's that's a good journey.、Right. That's hey, that's a new great goal to yes. have. Yes, exactly. It's awesome. This has gone by really quickly.、Um, so, I guess, is there anything that I didn't ask you that <laughs> you'd like to share, or、um, or thought that you would、uh, like to leave us with before we wrap up? Yes, yes. <laughs> Great question. I, I asked that one a lot. <laughs> I've heard you、podcast. ask that before.、Yeah. I, I stole it too from other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> all, we all steal from other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yes. So, and that is about、uh, facing your fears. And I said a little bit earlier already.、Um, <clears throat> I I went to go out and face my fears and you know do public speaking and、uh, you know get myself rejected and talk to girls and that kind of stuff. And that's all great. And you definitely want to do that.、Mm-hmm. H- however, you can make it so much easier when you're when you're using EFT or the other energy psychology techniques to reduce that fear. 
before you actually start facing your fears. So you can get rid of most or all of the fear of something that you're afraid of before you go out and face the thing that you're afraid of. So Mm -hmm. in um, other therapies, they talk about, well, you need to go out there and then prove to yourself that people don't disapprove of you and that you can sit it out and that it's fine and that you're safe socially. Yes, exactly. You want to convince your brain that you're safe socially. Once you're safe socially, there's no anxiety. Anxiety is a result of the fight, flight, freeze being activated because of the perception that you're not safe. Mm-hmm. So when you um, when you just grit your teeth and face your fears and you're super anxious and you go through this thing that you're really scared of, there's not it's not likely that you're going to get a lot of evidence that you're not disapproved of and that you you do so yeah. well socially that you're safe. So when you first use EFT or other techniques to calm down that response, that anxiety response and that fear and those negative expectations and worries that you have about that upcoming event and then you go into it with positive expectations or at least Mm -hmm. a lowered uh, level of anxiety, you're going to do so much better. You're going to collect a lot more evidence uh, that you are safe socially and your journey is going to be shortened significantly. So, Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I know. And your brain just doesn't quite work the same way when you're in fight, flight, freeze. It just doesn't work the same. And all the information just seems to like leave your head. So yes, <laughs> I think that's great you're, advice. You're in survival mode. Survival <laughs> right. mode. You can't focus on conversations and what to say and be funny. You know, it's just, right, it's right. just not happening. Yeah. So I'm going to reference, obviously, your website and podcast um, and social confidence system. Anything else that uh, you want me to share? No, this is Sebastian from socialanxietysolutions.com. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. (laughs) That was Rachel from sassysamurai.com. Now, to help you overcome your social anxiety and get you started on your journey to social confidence, I would like to give away to you my social confidence starter kit. And that consists of my 28-page ebook, How to Overcome Social Anxiety, my 11-part video course, Social Confidence Now, as well as my story, How I Overcame My Social Anxiety Completely. To get that, you can go to socialanxietysolutions.com forward slash bonus. When you check that out, you can immediately start to release some of your social anxiety, gain some emotional control, and start feeling more confident. All right, again, you can check that out at socialanxietysolutions.com forward slash bonus. Looking forward to connecting with you next week again. Bye for now. (laughs) 